Hello, and welcome to Self-Love Talk on the Journey to Self-Love podcast channel. I am your host and guide, Sharon D. Meadows. Who am I? Well, I am a certified John Maxwell team member. I am an inspirational speaker, a transformative teacher, and the author of the Amazon bestseller, Journey to a New You. And if you allow me to, I will be your guide on the journey to self-love. Let's just jump right into it. Oh my God, I cannot wait to get into this topic tonight. I know, I know, I know. If you've been with me before and you, you've been here before, you know I'm, off, I'm, I'm, I'm straight off the cuff. I'm straight up with no chaser. I don't, it's not scripted. It's straight from my heart. It's from my experiences. It's from life. It's real talk. So most times when I'm recording a podcast, I never know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I never know. It just, I just, even if I try to script it, it just flows right out of me because I lived it. I live this for those that are new or those that left and came back and may not remember. I began an intentional journey to self-love in January of 2018. It's been beautiful. It's been messy. It's been joyous. It's been painful. It's been ugly. (laughs) It's been work. Much, 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 much hard work. But I am grateful as I am about to enter into January 2022. Four years. Y'all. I'm four years in this thing. I'm up in this four years deep. One day I've I've written one book. One day I may write a book about it. But for now, we're going to talk about it. Okay. So tonight, what I want to jump into and talk about is just straight from my heart, straight from life experiences is. When it comes to self-love, you can't ignore self-worth, right? The more you value yourself, the more you love yourself. Come on, let's, let, let's, let's back up. Think of something that you own or that you would like to own that's valuable. And I, let, let's put money on. Let's, let, let's talk about money on this thing. Think about something that you own or that you would like to own that cost a lot of money. What is it? Don't tell me, tell yourself. Is it your house, your car? We're talking about possessions. Not people. Some of y'all. Some of y'all want to possess people. We're not talking about people. We're talking about material possessions right now. What is it that you own or that you would like to own? You know what? It can even be. I was talking about material possessions, but it can it can be your business. Let's say you're an entrepreneur and you own a business, right? We, we can include businesses. That's the thing. Just not people, <laughs> not, not people, but things, things that 
you own or that you would like to own that has a high ticket on it, high price ticket on it, right? How do you treat it? What do you do with it? You value it. I don't care what it is. We all move at different levels and different paces. So something of value to one person may not be of value to someone else, but it may be of value to this individual. So this is a personal question. What is it that you own, a thing that you own or that you would like to own that has a high price ticket on it? You value it, right? You value it. It has worth. You know how much it costs. And when it costs a certain amount, the the cost of it, the what it's worth, you you put more value on it, right? So when we talk about loving ourselves and valuing ourselves. Worth is tied to that, right? Right. The more I value myself, the more worth I, I place on myself, the more it's going to show in my action toward myself. Love is action. Love is not a feeling or emotion. No, that's, uh, love is action. So when I value myself and I know my worth, my action towards myself will demonstrate how much I love and value myself, how much worth I place on myself. So tonight, what I want to talk about is boundaries. Now, I'm going to jump back and forth because I want everyone to catch this one. I'm going to jump back and forth between valuing ourselves, the person, loving ourselves, the person, and then that thing we value. So I saw something once. It was a, 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 a minister. And this was very powerful. I'm going to share this with you. It was very powerful when I saw it. And this is what he said. He said, he called someone out of the audience. And they came out and he said, I'm going to give you $100. And she said, okay. And he took the $100 out of his wallet. And it was a crisp clean, funky, fresh $100 bill. (laughs) It was clean and straight with no wrinkles in it. It was perfect. He took it and he said, would you like it right now? And she said, yes. He said, I'm going to give it to you, but not right now. And he took it and he said, I'm going to drop it on the floor first. And he dropped it on the floor. He said, do you still want it? And she said, yes. She, she, she said, yes, I still want it. He said, okay. And he began to stomp on it. He stomped up and down on the $100 bill. And he said, 
it has my footprint on it now. Do you still want it? And she said, yes. And he picked it up and then he said, I'm not going to give it to you right now. He said, how much is it worth? She said, it's a hundred dollars. <laughs> he said, how much is it worth after I stomped on it? She said, it's, it's, it's $100. It's still a hundred dollar bill. He said, okay. He took it and he balled it up into a ball and he threw it across the room. And then he ran and got it. And now it's all wrinkled up and crumpled up. And he, he ran up, he, he ran across the room and got it where he threw it and he picked it up and he ran back to the, the young lady and he said, look at it now. Do you still want it? And she said, yes, <laughs> yes, it's still a hundred dollar bill. And he said, okay. And he proceeded to do, I don't even, this has been years since I saw this, but he proceeded to do all kinds of things to it. So let's just make up stuff now because I don't remember everything he did to it, but he did a lot of stuff to the $100 bill. Let's say if I took a magic marker and I put a big old X on it, would you still want it? I'm asking you that's listening to me, would you still want it? Yes, it's still a $100 bill. If I took it and I spread ketchup on it and now it has a ketchup stain would you still want it yes it's a $100 bill with a ketchup stain what if I cut the tip off would you still want it yes it's still a $100 bill with a ketchup stain crumpled up with a tip with the tip cut off how many times have you torn a bill and put tape on it? It still had value. It was still worth whatever it was worth before it was torn with tape on it. How many times have you torn a bill and taped it to mend it? Because just because it was torn and taped, the value and what it was worth, it did not change. Friends, we are the same. We are the same. I'm using money. It could be, we don't have to use money. We could pick that thing that I said, think about that's worth whatever the most, you know, whatever costs the most to you that you value. Take that thing, whatever that thing is. Do you, whenever something happens to that thing, whatever that thing is, does it lose its worth? No. If you're an entrepreneur and you have your own business, when your business is going downhill, do you throw your business in the trash? No. Because it's still worth whatever it was to you. And I'm not talking about money with the business. Whatever that business, whatever that dream was worth to you, whether it's up or down, the value of the dream does not change. Now, the, now your revenue, your bottom line might change, but I'm talking about the value of the dream. It doesn't change. You will fight even harder for it because of what it means to you and what it's worth. You'll fight harder when it's down than when it's up because of it, what it means to you and what it's worth.
that other thing that you own that costs whatever it costs. You protect it. You hold it near and dear because of what it's worth to you. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come right back. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me. I need to process something in my mind so that I can give you the best of what I have when I come back. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Thank you for staying with me. Welcome back. Let's continue. So we talked about when something has worth and value to us, right? We treat it a certain way. What I want to talk about the way we treat something, not the things, but ourselves. The boundaries, the boundaries. When we truly love ourselves and we know our worth and we value ourselves, we set boundaries. We set boundaries. We set boundaries with the stuff. (laughs) Who got a new car? Who got a new house? You ever been over anyone's new house? And you got to take your shoes off at the door? That's a boundary. They like that. I'm going to need you to take your shoes off up up in my new crib. Get in somebody's car with a nice car that cost them X amount of dollars that they value and try to eat a McDonald's french fry up in there and see where you be standing on the side of the road at. People, when people know the worth of something and they value it, they put boundaries around it. You can't do that here. It's not allowed. You can't eat here. You can't eat on my cream colored sofa. You got to eat at the kitchen table. You're not fixing to mess up this room. You can't eat in the back seat. You can't step on my whatever. You can't do this to whatever I feel that is valuable to me because I have boundaries when it comes to this because it's a value. It means something. I know it's worth. So why don't we do that when it comes to us as individuals? Why is it so hard to set boundaries with people? I have a young lady I met a couple of weeks ago. She's become a good friend of mine. She said something to me and it has stuck with me since she said it. She said someone told her. Resentment is a result of a lack of boundaries. Let me repeat that. Resentment is a result of a lack of boundaries. We resent others when they cross our boundaries. Let me share something with you real quick. Several years ago, I had a really nice, I have one now too, 
but this is not the same one because this was years ago. But several years ago, I had a really nice um, luxury vehicle. And it was a value. It cost me some money. It was a value to me. So I had boundaries when it came to it, right? So some friends wanted to go out one night, and we went out. And on the way home, we stopped. This is a true story, by the way. We stopped. <laughs> we stopped at a food truck downtown Houston. After we hung out, we stopped at a food truck. And we're going to get some food on the way home. And I just remember this food truck, their specialty was a, um, I don't know. I don't eat pork now, but I want to say it was a some kind of barbecue grilled pork sandwich. I don't eat pork anymore, and I'm not knocking anyone that does. I just don't eat it. But back then, I did. And it was a big-ass grilled barbecue pork sandwich, pork chop sandwich. So all of us, it was four of us. So all of us got one and we're driving and we're eating and we're driving and we're laughing. We had a great time. We're just talking about what happened, you know, tonight, that night. And right when we got to where we all met up so that everyone could get in their own car, my girlfriend in the back seat, she said, I feel like I'm going to be sick from this sandwich pull over and I said say what in my high-end luxury car say what she said pull over quick right now and I was like oh my god so I pull over real quick but we don't make it she as she's opening the back the passenger back door she begins to vomit I'm sorry if I'm ruining anyone's dinner or breakfast or whatever or lunch she begins to vomit in my car now, first and foremost, I want to make sure she's okay. And she's like, I'm okay. And so we get to the destination and she was like, she just needs to go clean up. Let her know how much it is to have the car detailed and she'll pay for it. Now, she was sick. She didn't, she, she didn't ask to be sick, but she, she, she was sick. I don't know if she got some tainted pork or what happened, but no one else got sick but her. And so... I was like, girl, don't worry about it. It's okay. But after that, I began to resent her. That she threw up in my car. If you can't eat the barbecue pork chop sandwich, don't get it. Why did you get it? Why did you wait until the last minute to tell me you were going to vomit? Why, you know, why, 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 why? But at the end of the day, the next day, when I woke up and I saw my car, it was worse than, you know, because I wasn't sitting back there. I was driving. I was like, oh, God, really? And so I take the car to go get it detailed. And then I and I cover the expenses myself. But in the back of my mind, now I'm resenting her. She can never get in my car again. If we go on anywhere, she has to drive. She has to meet me there. That's what I'm thinking. I'm beginning to resent my friend.
the boundary was if you throw up in my car, you're going to clean it. That's what that, that's what that looked like. That's what it looked like today. And no, we don't, I don't, I mean, no one has done that. But if you do something in my car or whatever, you gonna you're going to rectify that. If you do anything anywhere with me, you're going to rectify it because I'm going to say something. So what I could have said that I was, Kim, if you throw up in my car, you're going to pay for it to clean. <laughs> Whatever the case may be. My point is this. I'm just sharing a story, but my point is this. Set your boundaries and say something. If somebody's crossing the boundary, say something. Because if you don't, you're going to resent it. You're going to resent them. You're going to resent the situation. You're going to resent the whole thing. If it's a relationship, if it's a friendship, whatever it is, if you don't set the boundaries and make it clear what the boundaries are, when someone begins to cross those boundaries, you're going to resent them and feel some type of way about it. The more you value something, the more you know it's worth. the easier it is to set a boundary around it. Can't touch this. The more you know what something is worth, the more you value it, the easier. Nobody even has to tell you to set a boundary around it. It's it's second nature. Someone comes in your home and you have hardwood floors and they putting scratches on your floor. What you going to you Even if you see them with something that look like it's going to put a scratch on your floor, you're going to be like, "Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't don't bring that up in here." Why can't you do that with yourself? Why? Because you don't know your worth and you don't value yourself. Because until you do, you will not be able to Put boundaries in place that will prevent you from resenting other people that are crossing the line. Ask yourself this question. Do I have boundaries? Do I allow others to cross those boundaries? Do I resent other people? And if the answer is No, I don't have boundaries. Yes, I allow others to cross the line. Yes, I resent others. The root cause of that is lack of knowing your worth, lack of valuing yourself, and lack of self-love. Because when you truly learn to love yourself, you will set boundaries. You will stick to them. And you will not allow others to to cross the line. Friends, that is my time. Thank you for joining me. I am so grateful that you're here. Please come back for the next, 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 next episode of Self Love Talk. Continue on this journey to self-love with me. Come back to the Journey to Self Love channel and let's do it again the next time. I am your friend, God and host, Sharon D. Meadows. I'll see you soon. Thank you.